isn't the point of traveling to get away from it all, to feel the best you've ever felt? Then maybe you should check out Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. When your trip comes to an end, you won't need another vacation because you just had the vacation. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. So there was that loud boom. And at that moment, it, it seemed like air and particles or mist came flying into the cabin forward from the back to the front of the plane. And then from there, it was immediately sucked right back out. Very dramatically. I mean, you know, your hair was flung backward from the the force there. After that, it was just hearing the loud roar of the engines and the wind passing the window. You know, it's like having your window open on the freeway. It's very loud and it's very unsettling. And it's something I will never forget. And I'm pretty traumatized over. Uh, Trauma? Yeah. (laughs) You do not need to give me yet another excuse not to fly. I am Alex Pearson, and if you listen to this show, then you know I am a terrified plane flyer. So when I hear from passengers on board that Alaskan Air flight or uh, hear the stories where, you know, they're explaining what it's like to be, what, 20,000 feet in the air, and you see the the fuselage ripped off the side of the plane minutes after takeoff, like I I would just, I'd stab myself with something. I, I would be freaking out. And I think the fact that this happened just after takeoff, and they're saying before the plane reached altitude, likely why it, the plane didn't you know, crash. Uh, I still don't know how no one was sucked out. How are, you, how are people not sucked out? I don't know how the plane didn't crash. Uh, but certainly a lot of questions being asked. United Airlines has now grounded at least 80 of its MAX 9 flights. And this is uh, after inspectors discovered numerous instances appearing to relate to the installation of these bolts that apparently need tightening. How often do they check for the bolts to be tightened on these planes? Any plane at that at this point, right? But the other thing that really troubles me and I think should trouble you is that the NTSB, the National Transportation Safety Board, previously restricted this particular Boeing MAX 9 plane from flying long flights over water, specifically to Hawaii, because they were concerned about these air pressurize, uh, pressurization um, alerts that had been going off. Three prior to the flight where the window explodes, twice in the days leading up to Friday. So my takeaway is instead of grounding the flight to see why this button's going off or this alert's going off, they just didn't want you to fly near water so you could maybe fly to an airport and, and land. I gotta be honest, not all that comforting. Let us talk to somebody who knows a whole lot about this particular company, Boeing, this particular Max, um, you know, style plane that Boeing has put so much into and has dealt with a number of cases, including the crashes of Ethiopian, um, the two Ethiopian and Indonesia flights that crashed last year. His name's Bob Clifford. He's a lawyer and partner at Clifford Law Offices in uh, Chicago. Great to talk to you, Bob. You too, my friend. Uh, uh, greetings. Well, I thought you were the one of the first people I thought of, certainly because I had a, a couple of the families from uh, Boeing crashes, Boeing Max crashes. And they were not on too long ago, Bob, when they said, we don't want anyone going on these planes. We don't trust them. So when you see this latest story, which is a, not a Max 8, but it's a Max 9, what were your initial thoughts? Uh, my initial thought was, here we go again. You know, the fact of the matter is that Boeing has had an incredible bad run of 
disclosure yeah. about defects in its aircraft. Uh, and this MAX 9 thing is just one more example of where the industry uh, is driven so much by revenue. You know, this plane is has a slightly longer fuselage, and, and that was done at the request of companies like Ryanair, the foreign uh, uh, Irish uh, operator, who wanted to cram more seats into the same aircraft as Alaska and United have. And that required the addition of this, of an additional mer- emergency door. We don't have that here in, this, in the U.S., and, but, it, but the hole is still there, so they had to manufacture this plug. <clears throat> well, Boeing then farms out the manufacture of this plug to this company, Spirit Aerosystems, in mm-hmm. Wichita, Kansas. They put it in, and, and, and then it's not properly maintained. And, you know, you hit the nail on the head a moment ago when you talked about well, wait a minute, Alaska Air said this plane is okay to fly, but let's not put it over water. Well, what is that all about? Uh, that's nonsense. Uh, and, you know, the public is always at risk here. And, you know, I don't agree. I mean, I hear you when you say you don't really want to fly. I'm just a chicken. Aviation yeah. travel, is, yeah, it's, it's, but it's very safe. Um, look, people have asked me, you know, would I fly on the MAX 8, which is the subject of the litigation where I'm lead counsel in mm-hmm. Chicago for all the families from Ethiopia? And the answer is yes. I think it's probably the safest plane in the sky right now because it's been inspected, so, you know, from head to toe uh, so often. But the fact remains that uh, the public is uh, safety is uh, oftentimes compromised by these manufacturers and operators all for the sake of their profit. Yeah, and I should point out, um, certainly, you know, the Boeing Max 8, both those plane crashes killed 364 people. And Boeing uh, was ultimately criminally charged and fined $2.5 billion because they lied. Um, they knew that there were design flaws in, in the planes. They lied, uh, you know, to the FAA. Um, and, of course, we now know that the software glitches that push the plane nose down and, and you know, and no, none of the pilots knew about this, certainly. Um, so th- then there becomes this trust issue, Bob, where it's, you know, if we can't trust big companies like Boeing, uh, that they're telling the regulators and the, ba- you know, the, the watchers of what's going on, you know, if a company like that is doing it, who else is doing it, right? Like, you want to make money, but at the well, point well, of... that's right. You know, well, that's right. right. Right now, a lot of people in media are asking about Boeing's culture and what's going to be required to enhance and improve that. And you just, again, hit the nail on the head. It's transparency. When, when there's when there's so much secrecy involved, when we don't tell anyone uh, the truth, when we lie or we misdirect, I mean, m- mark my words, this this saga about this MAX 9 is not over because now the FAA is going to be saying, well, what didn't you tell us about these plugs? What didn't you tell us about the certification issues associated with these plugs? You know, right now Boeing is asking for an exemption on the MAX plane uh, for some safety considerations, which years ago would have been a routine yes by the FAA, which nowadays is probably going to be harder to receive. And then finally, we just filed a a matter in the uh, Department uh, of of Justice's deferred prosecution agreement with Boeing for the crashes uh, uh, in Texas, where we're saying to the court, uh, you should you should not give Boeing uh, the uh, release that it's seeking yeah, right no now way. from that agreement, and uh, until there's full disclosure about what's going on uh, with this current Max Nine problem. So, 
you know, this plot will thicken, and uh, but the public needs to be assured that there are good people watching uh, to make sure we're, we all are safe. Uh, but it's a harrowing experience. I just read a, a piece about the mother. Yes, with her son. son. was immediately in front of the door as she going by the name of Faye, her middle name. Uh, what a harrowing, harrowing experience for that child, Ugh. a 15-year-old boy. His shirt was literally ripped off his back. Uh, and the mom and another lady was, were successful in holding on to him. And, and you know, this flight, these people were so lucky because it occurred at 16,000 feet. If this had occurred at 26,000 feet or 30,000 feet, you know, the uh, normal operating uh, procedure of, of that plane, uh, everyone would have perished. Yeah, that that is that is the harsh reality. We're talking about Bob Clifford, who is, uh, if, if you're in a plane mishap, he's your guy. You know, well, maybe not. I don't know if Canadians, yeah, Canadians, you, you represent Canadian families from, from both uh, planes. Canadian that, families yeah. in, in crashes, sure. All right. And, and I agree with you 100%. There should be absolutely no deferred prosecution. We see far too many of these companies get them. Um, if there's an issue, they should be held accountable. And so is there a case here? I mean, everyone will say that it was traumatizing, whatever. But in your mind, and I, I suspect it's already underway, but do you see a case here? Um uh, on this one, I mean, they didn't oh, crash, oh, but sure. I would think I, that people I, are not feeling too hot right now. Well, I, I, I think certainly families will seek relief. Um, you know, the industry pejoratively calls these people walkaways. They say, oh, you walked away from that crash. You weren't hurt. Well, try telling that to the people who are so emotionally traumatized by uh, this experience. Uh, and let's talk about that child, her mother. Wow. Uh, his mother, uh, the, all the other people. How about the lady who said to the stranger next to her, can I please just hold your hand? I, I need comfort of another human being. I mean, come on. These things are very real. You may not, your, your body may not have been physically bleeding, but your mind is, is totally traumatized. Ugh, yeah, I, I, I hear you on that. Um, well, we'll stay tuned, Bob. Very much appreciate your time. I know how busy you are, but these are, are big cases, and certainly I don't think this uh, story is going away. And, 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 and again, we have no guarantee that there won't be further uh, planes grounded even here in Canada. So this is kind of uh, just kind of going there you go. along. We'll talk right. again. Happy New Year to you, and I appreciate yeah, it. You too. Thank you. Yes, bye-bye. Bob Clifford is um, a partner at Clifford Law Offices. He has done a whole bunch of these uh, big, big aviation disaster uh, cases. And I know it's safe, and you can all tell me it's safe, and it's easier than dry. It's better. Than, I know you can say that. I'm not a rational person on this. I'm just not. This is my fear. It's my sister's fear. It's my, it was my father's fear. We all watch Mayday, and we're crazy. But, yeah, this this bolts falling out of planes, wings falling out, that's me. <laughs> I'm just not rational on it. Having said all that, we'll we'll see where the fallout on this uh, this latest one is because I think there is going to be more.